got Michael Crossan with me. He's got uh, his new book, Everything Will Be Okay. You can get it from Booktopia or all bookstores, published by John Wiley. Um, and a story of hope, love, and perspective. Did your mum ever give you an insight then on on whether, you know, she sounded very brave or she sounded like like she was she, she someone had kind of showed her the last chapter or something and she goes yeah yeah i know you're giving me all this crap but um i've read the last chapter and it doesn't end here kind of so and so um it's it's um yeah it's it's a bit of a journey but you know we're going to get through it it sounded like she was very confident or or um you know the faith that she had that things were going to be okay um, did she ever share with you though how that was just a brave face or um and it was she faked it till she made it or because we all we all need to bring that attribute into our lives at sometimes i think that um she had an incredible amount of faith which gave her incredible amounts of strength you know she she speaks openly in this book there's a lot of lot of text in there that is her words not mine you know, we, we spent hours and hours and hours in the recording studios getting out from her heart what so desperately she needed to share with us to be able to get into this book, which is very, very, very emotional, very moving, but very inspiring all at the same time. But, yes, yeah, she, she definitely had an unwavering amount of faith. But I really believe as well the words that we speak register on a subconscious level far greater than what we can possibly begin to imagine. We have 80,000 thoughts a day and 70% of them are negative. So we have the ability to think that life's not fair. Absolutely. But you spoke about, you know, that statement, fake it till you make it. It's almost like that. You need to constantly positively reinforce what will be. We need to visualize. You know, I go through this process. I think I speak about it in the book as well, that we need to, um, we need to, to visualize first, believe in that visualization, then act to achieve. And it's almost like she was visualizing the end, that everything was gonna be okay. Then she had this incredible amount of faith that gave her the belief that it was gonna be okay. Then she took the first step forward in fighting for a little boy's life. And now she looks back and, um, you know, I, I, I bought her a house in 2016, which was just four weeks before I was diagnosed with formal tumor. So it wasn't great timing, but to be able to give back to that one woman who sacrificed so much of her life for me was without a doubt one of the greatest and um, that all came off the back and or the GFC as you'll you know you'll read in the book where mum and dad separated and I invested all of her money um, six weeks before the GFC hit and I lost everything um, she was she was living in a caravan park I I had so much debt in Sydney trying to make myself look bigger than what I really was in the corporate world that I couldn't take care of the one person that sacrificed so much of her life for me. And to uh, to make that commitment that day that she was in that caravan, I remember visiting her and I just had that pact to myself that there's going to be one day that I'm going to put a beautiful roof over her head. And I remember giving her the keys and she thought that I'd rented her a house and she was just so excited that she had a house to rent. And then uh, I told her that, no, no, I'd, I bought this for you and, um, you know, I'm going to pay that off for the next 30 years. But every time that payment comes out of my account, it brings so much joy to my life, knowing that I've been able to, to be able to protect her and mm. overhead. So, 
you know, she's been to hell and back. She continues to go there. She's struggling right now with a lot of a lot of mental demons, unfortunately. But um, you know, we we just got to do our best to to uh, to be the best version of ourselves while we still are on this earth. And and I really think to your question, the more that we can speak to ourselves and and really positively influence our thought patterns by the words that we do speak. You know, I, I try and educate people on saying, never tell yourself that today's been a bad day. Today has been a character building day. Because I think when we say bad, that is a destructive word that, that doesn't build our foundation. Whereas character building is a constructive word, which shows that we actually have the skills and the ability and we are equipped with the tools that empower us to continue to stand tall when times get tough. So, you know, it's amazing the words we speak and how deeply they do register and the impact that we can have on on our mental state of mind just by being mindful of what comes out of our mouth. Mm. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, it's um, it's quite chilling just to hear, hear what you have had to go through. And and uh, I can assure you as a, as a listener and, I'm, and for those that uh, get to hear you speak around the world, um, there's this constant back, there's a back channel. I'm sure those that are listening to this uh, podcast right now, they're, 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 they're hearing what we're saying, but then they're also um, um, kind of analyzing what they're thinking on a daily basis. I can tell I'm doing it myself and, and to continue to challenge that um, and, to, and to crack yourself out of the, of the pattern of thinking um, which we've all done. I mean, we've done it in our lives. We, we've done it. Anyone that's listening has done it to some degree. That you're on one path, and then you decide to 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 kind of shift yourself. But the, the thing, I think, the thing about Booktopia, which resonates for me, and I I do like to share, kind of feels a bit um, a bit um, you know I'm throwing the attention back to me, but I, I do want people to understand when they're listening to these podcasts that. There is some element of how come Booktopia was successful, and I must admit, uh, when you talk about what you, you know, what you said about focusing on the positive, uh, I'm very horizon point driven. So when you talk about visualizing, um, and then you know, ultimately then getting into action, uh, I do, I do see a very clear vision of where the business needs to be, and because I'm focused on that, then uh, it's, you know where you're heading. And if you know where you're heading, it's easier to make decisions about what to do and what not to do. And I, I don't say that I do that very well in the rest of my life, uh, but when it comes to Booktopia, when it comes to the success of this business, absolutely. I think that's a really important thing. It sounds like you're very, um, you, you've got a good, well-developed skill around understanding what your destination point is. I really believe that our head needs to be our bodies at, right? So often we are so fearful of what might be tomorrow. We're regretful of what could have been yesterday. We forget to focus on what is right now. And to your point about visualization and, and having a vision and a goal and a dream of where you want to take your business, where you want to take your personal life, you cannot possibly have great clarity around where you want to go when your head is not on your shoulders. And I think that, you know, fear is something that's crippling. And, and in my opinion, fear is false evidence appearing real. But we, we enable this distraction of what might be or what could have been that we just lose sight on what is. And to your point, 
uh, back to Booktopia and 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 life itself. You know, when when we are really present, when our when our head when our when our head is where our body's at, I think that's when fundamentally we start to really make great choices because we have great clarity and we're confident in where we are, who we are, and where we want to go. And I think right now as well, it's really important that you know so often we we think to ourselves, geez, we've got so far to go, yet rarely do we reflect on how far we've come as a parent, as a partner, as a business owner, as a, as a fighter and a battler through COVID. You know, we, we, we think, geez, when's the end date? You know, I, I love that story of the Vietnam um, War prisoners. And there was the three different types of people. There was the, there was the pessimist, the optimist, and the realistic optimist. And the, the pessimist, they died within a month in the concentration camps because they just thought that life wasn't fair and, and they died. Then the optimists, they, they said, we're going to get out at Christmas. And, and then Christmas came and they were still in there. And then they said, oh, we're going to get out at Easter. And then Easter came around, they were still in there. And then Christmas. And then the Christmas comes around and they died with an empty heart. And then the realistic optimists, they just shift the wording a little bit. And all it was is um, when we get out of here, we're going to be better people. When we get out of here, we're going to use the pain and suffering of today and yesterday to actually strengthen us for tomorrow and the next day. And I think that's so important right now that we we stop trying to fight and find the end date and we just learn and be grateful and be excited about what will be eventually when we get to a point where we can be free, when we can be um, how have the ability to go and lead, I guess, a, in inverted commas, a, a normal life or, or whatever that may feel. Mm. So it's recovered a lot. And I have your new book in my hands right now. Without telling and going into too much, uh, because I do want people to buy the book, of course, from Booktopia or from, or from any bookstore, um, is there anything in here that we haven't perhaps talked about and you thought, oh, it would have been nice to touch on this um, um, or you wanted to share something that isn't going to give anything really away, but at the same time it's kind of, oh, yeah, that, that, that would be a nice little kind of droplet of, it, of, of inspiration or, or thinking or, or you know, way of potentially even applying that to their lives right now? I, I think that... It's a very raw, very real, very vulnerable book of my life, and it gives you all the all the scars, all the all the wounds, um, but also a lot of happiness, a lot of joy, a lot of laughter, a lot of crazy, silly stories of how I met my wife, and crazy stories of working with professional athletes and how they're not the smartest people I've ever met in my life. And, you know, we were in New Zealand one time and one of the front rollers for one of the football teams comes down and he's yelling and screaming because there's no bacon left and he wanted bacon and he starts screaming saying, we've got a big game tonight. We're here in New Zealand. There are sheep everywhere and you're trying to tell me there's no bacon left. So, like, we're working with some people that don't know where bacon comes from. But then being able to work with, you know, athletes earning $40 million a year and, some of the top 50 CEOs in Australia is, is, is amazing. But, you know, I'm, as I said at the beginning of, of this discussion, you know, I'm, I'm just an ordinary old Aussie. You know, I'm, I'm not better than anybody listening. I'm not better than anybody that has or has not written a book. I'm not, I, I, I don't 
feel as though I'm on a bigger or a higher stature than anybody. I'm just, I've been able to utilize the life that I have to be able to serve other people and to be able to have a few doors open up for me and, and be able to impact as many as I can. You know, it's amazing. You know, in, in a lot of the stuff in the book, it's about when we strive to serve, not earn, that's when we truly find our life's purpose. And I, I got asked to do a gig back in 2015 in America and I said, okay, great, what's your budget? And they said, we don't have a budget. And I just felt as though I still wanted to do it. I was in America at the time, so I went and did the talk. It was recorded. They put it online. It got picked up by a, uh, a company called Goldcast. They shared that on their platform on social media. It's now had 66 million views of me sharing my story, you know. Whilst I was on stage, uh, there was a guy by the name of Rob Deerdeck. He was the host of a very funny TV show in America called MTV. So I uh, called Ridiculousness. And he said, you know, mate, I love your story. I love what you stand for. I want you on my show. And I'm like, you're kidding me. I've, I've been watching that show for years. I love that. That's the funniest show I've ever watched in my life. And all of a sudden I'm on that show. And then I'm at the airport flying home to Australia and there was a guy there who hosts a fishing show here in Australia called Paul Worsington. And he's like, what have you been doing? And I was like, oh, mate, I just had to do this show on MTV. And he's like, what show? And I was like, ridiculous. He's like, oh, I love that show. If if uh, if you're on that show, I need to get you on my show. So then all of a sudden I come back to Australia and I'm, I'm doing a fishing show. I don't even know how to wind a reel, let alone catch a fish. And I'm on this fishing show. And, and like, then just doors started opening up. And I, I, I think fundamentally it just comes back to that that passion to serve other people. For a long time, I thought, Tony, the saying was, the more you give, the more you shall receive. But I really think that saying should be, the more you give, expecting nothing in return, the more you shall receive. And when we give without remembering and receive without forgetting, I think that's when we really find what life is all about. And I'm just so grateful for, you know, the opportunity to speak to you. I'm grateful that the book's going crazy and, and really well. And and it's on people's um, bookshelves behind them and, and on their desk in front of them. And, and uh, they're sharing with it and paying it forward, which is just a, a real blessing. And I've, I've learned in my life that through great darkness, that is our discovery moment. You know, we, we do not discover how unfair our life is, but rather we discover how powerful we have been created. And I think that in the world that we live in today, you know, it's not about complaining regarding the cards that we have been dealt. It's just about playing those cards as effectively as what we can and being mm -hmm. grateful that we still have cards and that we're still in the game. The, um, we should just remind everyone that every, every single cent of profit that comes to you, I guess, because there's obviously bookstores that are selling it, but anything that is, when, when people buy um, your book, everything will be okay, every single cent is going into your not-for-profit programs. Is that right? Yes, and also it goes to other different charities. So, for example, I was I was doing an event last week online. They bought three hundred copies of my book, and they're associated with um, they're associated with breast the Breast Cancer Foundation, the McGrath Foundation. So, um, I just said, would you like me to donate all the profits to to them? So the money went to there. Another event that I spoke at recently, they're heavily associated with the Ronald McDonald House. So we donated all the profits to Ronald McDonald House. So. Uh, if if the organisations that I speak for don't have uh, an alignment with a charity, then obviously all the profits go to supporting the kids in Haiti. Um, and uh, you know, I'm I'm just I'm just so grateful that it's 
it's giving me an opportunity to to live into a legacy and also leave a legacy long after I'm gone. Mm. The the one thing that stands out for me, I've got a mate of mine who has a, a business called Passion and Purpose, and uh, and he teaches uh, Tony Sloman's his name. He teaches people to to get up and speak with authenticity. He was an actor and also was in in business and 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 he works with CEOs and 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 business people and team leaders to to have that authenticity when they speak. But the one thing that was what you were talking about before is that when you find your purpose, which is what you found, you can really cut through a lot. And you the 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 critical mass that you can build if you have purpose, doesn't matter. You may not have the passion in the beginning. Most probably you do. Um, the you know the two feet off each other. But for anyone listening, I think if you can if you can find something that that you're passionate about and it's it's adding value, it can crack concrete. Yeah. Really, really. That's I think that's the most monumental thing I've got out of today. It's uh, even though I I do it. Um, I do it in certain areas of my life. I, I don't do it in other areas of my life, and it's like, okay, yeah, what's how, what, how can I how can I um, get some a different perspective to see if that's what I want to do in my life? What, and and I'm just it's a common theme on these podcasts. I bring it up a lot because I I um, take my health. Um, I I don't invest in a time in 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 my own personal health like I do with. Uh, the business and family and other things. So um, I know that um, as I keep talking about it, it just keeps getting more and more irritating um, that it's that nothing's shifting and and why isn't shifting? Why why am I still addicted to sugar or why why am I not? Um, why do I use that as a as a support mechanism to to manage my life? And and it's about okay, I've got to just I've got to just put a bit more you know heat on the fire and 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 get things moving and it and it just sounds like um having a different perspective and really being deadly honest around it and clear about that it's actually that's where it's at only only then will you shift otherwise everything will stay the same i i always share with people and it might be a really nice way to close it out but don't wait until it's too late before you decide to change. You know, we wait until we're diagnosed with lung cancer before we stop smoking. We wait until we're diagnosed with diabetes before we change our diet. And sadly, we wait until we lose someone that we love um, before we tell them that we love them. And I challenge everybody listening to take two seconds out of your life um, and just text somebody and say, hey, I care about you. I love you and thank you for being a great friend. And I guarantee you, I know what they'll write back. They'll write back two words and a question mark. I'll write back what's wrong. They will think that you are dying, that you've lost your job or you're drunk because mm. we tell people what they mean to us until it's too late. And, you know, the the pain of regret is a, is a horrible thing. And I think that now more than ever, we need to start to count our blessings and not our problems and start to ensure that we invest in ourselves so that we can be the best versions of ourselves so we can make the best impact on the world and uh, you know, I'm, I'm again. You know, I'm just I'm grateful to still be here and and live that life and and really practice every day what I preach to to be the best dad and be the best husband and 
be the best son and be the best neighbor and the best friend that I possibly can be whilst I'm still blessed with, with the air that I breathe every morning. Mm. What, what a beautiful way to finish. I'll close it out as well. My dad is 85. I went, has, uh, went to see the doctor and, um, at 85 you got to have a driving test every year and and you know he's very capable of driving his skills of course have dropped over over the time but he uh, uh the doctor said to him look from his experience experience um no one gives up driving a day too early they always give up driving a day too late when you get to that age and so he, dad gave up driving um and uh, he has to make you know, make alternative things. We pick him up. He, there's, there's Uber if he knew how to use it. Um, bus, buses. He walks to the shops. He walks to his gym. He goes for jogging five k's every morning, um, or most mornings. Um, and I think that's that's very. You know, that's exactly what you're saying. Is is that um, um, it's it's you know, get get started as soon as you realize you need to get started. Um, yeah. Michael, thank you so much for your time and and your and your honesty and your sharing. Obviously, you're an inspiration all over the world. I know that you just go about your life and keep it really really normal. I can tell that um, that um, this doesn't um, this doesn't inflate your ego. Um, you've got a much bigger bigger purpose and bigger mission. So um, thank you and congrats on the book and and we wish you all the success and. Hopefully we get to see you in, in real life up on stage real soon. Yes, mate. So grateful to uh, have a chance to have a chat with you. And I really hope that I've been able to add value. I'm on all those social media sites. So please, please connect with me and uh, yeah, go grab a book. I'm sure I'm sure you'll enjoy it. And Booktopia, I'm so grateful to have your support, mate. It's, it's really, really wonderful. Good on you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Booktopia podcast channel. Don't forget, you can subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes for free and get access to hundreds of author discussions, book analysis pieces and more. Or if your eyes need a workout, head to Booktopia TV on YouTube. Don't forget, for all books featured in this podcast and for access to a whole bunch of other fun content on our blog, head to Booktopia. Australia's local bookstore at booktopia.com.au